In this bulletin, the Greens pushing hard for no new fossil fuel projects as Labor's emissions bill reaches the Senate. Ongoing concerns for earthquake aid in Syria's rebel-held territory. And in football, the Matildas take on Spain in their second Cup of Nations match. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Brawl. The Greens have signalled they're willing to compromise to pass the government's safeguard mechanism, which is now making its way to the Senate. The government says the bill will lower the emissions cap for big polluters, and Greens leader Adam Band has already said he wants no new coal and gas projects in exchange for the minor party's support. Mr Band says any gains made by the cap would be wiped out by any new fossil fuel initiatives. But he says the proposition is an offer, not an ultimatum. The Federal Coalition have continued their opposition to an Indigenous voice to Parliament as the Yes campaign gets underway in earnest. Nationals leader David Littleproud says his party is still against the voice on the basis that they believe it won't help close the gap between life outcomes for Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians. He's told Channel 9 there are mixed feelings in the party room because of the concerns they have for regional and rural Australia. From the Nationals' perspective, uh, we have lived experience and we only oppose this portion of it because of the fact that we, the lived experience we have in representing rural and remote areas where the disadvantage is, is we believe another layer of bureaucracy won't actually close the gap. If the question had been put to us, uh, do we believe that there should be constitutional recognition in the preamble, that Indigenous Australians were here first and we're better together, then I sense my party room would support that. Representatives from a range of United Nations agencies have visited the city of Jandaris in Syria to assess ongoing need for humanitarian aid. The aid effort has been hampered by 12 years of civil war in Syria, with many in the northwest feeling abandoned as supplies head to other parts of the sprawling disaster zone. More than 100 UN-sponsored trucks have now crossed into the rebel-held territory. But Sunjana Zwazi, the deputy head of the Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs in Syria, says they want to know what more can be achieved. What we're here to do is to help, to listen to what need, what is needed and help with everything that we can. There are all, Every agency is here. It's an interagency mission and we are looking at... Um, the best way to get everything in that is needed for these people. North Korea has launched another long-range ballistic missile into the sea off the west coast of Japan. It says it's a strong response to upcoming military drills by South Korea and the United States. But US Secretary of State Antony Blinken is regarding this latest launch as provocative, with Pyongyang emboldened by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In talks on the sidelines of the Munich Security Conference, he's urged allies to step up their enforcement of sanctions against North Korea. A new report has suggested nurses, paramedics and teachers in New South Wales could miss out on more than $10,000 over the next three years as a result of the state's 3% wages gap. The report, commissioned by Unions New South Wales, has found wages aren't keeping pace with inflation for the three female-dominated professions, which they say has already suffered significant shortages and overstretched working conditions in recent years. Nurse and midwife delegate Audrey says the coalition government has essentially cut their wages. 
A new campaign has been launched calling for safer spaces for the LGBTQI plus community who need to seek help with eating disorders. The Everybody Welcome campaign is being launched during World Pride by eating disorder support organisations across the country. Biologist Dr Miskovich Wheatley has told SBS healthcare providers need to offer more inclusive care so that everyone receives the support they need. I've only recently had a client who said, their GP didn't know how to note being non-binary when it came to gender expression on the first form. So actually, if we're, people are often reluctant to come forward, and if they feel like they're misunderstood with their first or second interaction, they're not going to come back, they're not going to engage their story, and they're not going to seek support, so those people get lost to the system. To football news, and the Matildas are preparing to take on Spain in Sydney tonight, the second match of their Cup of Nations campaign. Spain are ranked seventh in the world, while the Matildas are on an impressive streak, winning three straight games without conceding for the first time since 2018. Matilda's coach Tony Gustafsson says Spain will test Australia's defensive credentials ahead of this year's World Cup on home soil. If you defend individually against the top teams, they break you down. You need to do it collectively. The only way to get exposed is against the top opposition. And I wanted to have a really passing, skillful team like Spain, which I think is one of the world's best passing teams, to test our pressing game against that. I think we are one of the best pressing teams in the world. Can we press against this team still? And when we don't, they're going to play right through us and we need to get exposed and feel that now so we can fix it to the World Cup. I'm Deborah Grook. This is SBS News.